think we're gonna play it during the broadcast. That was for the intro. That link did not work. What is up, everybody? Welcome to Discombobulated Winners Lounge. The Winners Lounge. Very discombobulated Winners Lounge. Uh, It's a Winners Lounge, though. We don't care. This was as discombobulated as the Nuggets game tonight, where I was at home, and I'm like, am I driving in today or what? Am I supposed to go? Are we playing a game? Yo, bros, let's get discombobulated, shall we? Discombobulated. It was a win. It was a win. It was a win. A win's a win, and Nuggets need wins however they will get. Jeff, what does this feel like? Being in the winner's lounge. You know, I mean, it's my second time being here. Oh, yeah. sorry. You, know, old, you don't have, you don't have that many more than <laughs> that's here, true. like that. That's true. All right, so welcome in, everybody. I'm Adam Matas. I'm joined by my esteemed crew here. I've got D-Line Co. Let's freaking go. A win is a win. A win is a win. <laughs> that's, the, that's the energy we <laughs> never heard that before, actually. Uh, over here, of course, Superstar Dev. We're wins. I'm in a winner's lounge, oh. uh, and it feels good to be in a winner's lounge. In a, in a manner of speaking, every lounge you enter is a winner's lounge, but not in the way that benefits us, because it's always a loser's lounge when you're here. Nobody. Exactly, whatever he said. <laughs> I don't even know what he said. Whatever he said. <laughs> and then the man with the wind in his hair, who's already through his interviews and in here, Ooh. Uh, it, it's Harrison I'm Wynn. just happy to be in a lounge of any kind. Uh, <laughs> uh, we're happy this to have This is a rarity you. for me. And we got the DMDR bar is popping to the extent that it is, a, it is able to pop. 25% popping. that behind us. A lot of people watching football, but, you know, of course, there was a Nuggets uh, watch party here tonight. And thank God they got the dub because, as the headline indicates, guys, one of the dumbest games you could have possibly imagined. Yeah, real dumb. Real dumb. Real dumb. A 10 out of 10 on the dumb scale. I mean, I can't believe this game was played. But at the same time, I was fully expecting it to be played. Yeah, that's, I know. <laughs> um it's wild that it was still played. It's wild that Philly had seven guys available, Do you and uh, their eighth guy was somebody who <laughs> is just hurt and was never going to play. Right, right. Were you upset? Because I saw some people on the timeline, because Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid are not hurt, guys. I don't want to – I'm not reporting this because I don't know for a fact that they're not hurt, but I'm pretty sure they're not hurt. But they were pulled out because, you know, obviously so many players, Seth Curry taken out for the protocols – a couple of other players taken out, and I think a coach taken out. Those other guys are around him. Maybe the test hasn't come back. Maybe it's still, you know, uh, germinating, I guess, inside their bodies. Incubating. Like, huh? I think it's incubating. incubating. That's right. Incubating. You, you were right in for. that you were thinking it was a germ, but germinating is restricted only to plants. Thank you. That's oh, what thank you. <laughs> Resident <laughs> botanist. He's Eric a Liam. genius, man. He's a genius. <laughs> and by the way, again, waggy you. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, anyway, long story short, they didn't play. Are you guys, I mean, does that bother you at all? It doesn't bother me one bit. I'm going to go ahead and jump the gut here. Not at all. I don't think that it should upset anyone because regardless, there was a game that was played. Have you ever been on the internet? People don't need a reason to be mad. Yeah, it, it makes their day to be upset. It really does. But really, there, there was nothing to be upset about. They had enough guys that played. They played a game. They had yeah. two guys sit out. Oh, well. I got that just also. Did you do you really like do Nuggets fans want that they want their two best players? Hell no, that's what I'm like. What what is what is negative about it? We're stacking dubs, we don't give an F. If every team sat out a player for the rest of the year, I'd be like, sweet, Nuggets gonna be the the three seed. Guy that might have been a little pissed off by it would have been like Danny Green because like Danny Green is like, wait. They can just take the night off, but I got to go out there with uh, Dakota Mathias, right. whatever that dude's name no is. No idea that was a person. Which I got to go yeah. out there with Paul Reed. Like, we were very, very surprised to find out that Dakota Mathias was not a uh, an Amish like <laughs> furniture maker. I can't believe I just got that name right. Like, Dakota I Mathias. Yeah. Dakota and I'm just Mathias sitting here like, who are you guys talking about? <laughs> <laughs> he was out there Mathias. for a little bit. 
So, all right, well, let's talk about big takeaways because the Nuggets do win this one. Um, like, there was a doomsday scenario where they lost this game and it was a reverse seven. And then this year just really was a bizarro last year. But, you know, this was a really bad team. Last year when Denver had the seven, they still yeah. had Jokic. They still had Murray. Yeah. And then the others. They had a bunch of guys to plug in place. But tonight, you know, this was, I think, a near impossible game for Philadelphia to win. And, yes, they came out and Tyrese Maxey had, an, you know, the game of his life and, you know, really overperformed, but Denver was never going to lose this game. I know that's easy to say in hindsight, but we can still talk takeaways. Dev, what's your takeaway? The biggest takeaway was, you know, trying to get people back. We, we, we all wanted Gary Harris. We all wanted Will Barton to play well, and it, it was a game that they got their rhythm. They got their confidence back. They got yeah. to score. They, you, when you see shots go in, you see it go into the basket, you're like, okay, now I could try to find a rhythm. All you need is one, the one shot to go in. We hadn't been seeing that much. So yeah. for Gary Harris and Will Barton to get back, I think that was the biggest takeaway of the game. Yeah, if, if Gary Harris played another game like Gary Harris had been playing, you would have seen a lot of shots go in. Me, I would have taken a lot of shots. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm not ready for that. Like, it, <laughs> But that is a big takeaway, the Gary yeah. Harris story. It's Gary for sure. I mean, 5A from 3. His most made three since November 2018, I think. Wow. So... Uh, almost two years, pretty much. Wow. And king look, of the game. He's look at the king him. Of yeah, the, there he is. King look of the game. 24 Gary points, Harris. five of eight threes. So regal. I think it brings his percentage up to 25%, which I know that doesn't sound great, but it <laughs> basically doubled his – he was at 14. Better than Kelly Oubre now. Better than Kelly just, Oubre. So. Just looking at this now, I think this is the first time I've ever seen Gary wearing a crown. Wearing what? A crown. We've oh, never – that's true. We've I don't never, you, we've never given him king of the, the game since we were I don't know if he was ever – yeah, so that's But, I mean, look, I'm not – like gonna sit here and say oh gary's found his shot again we're gonna need to see this for games maybe even weeks to be quite honest before we can say okay gary you know is a confident shooter again but i mean if he can just be a guy who the defense has to guard a little bit right like all his threes tonight were pretty wide open yeah just from memory right (laughs) like nobody was guarding him um so if he can just be a guy that people respect from three, that'd be huge. But with the with the the shots being open, they're open every game. It's yeah. true. They just yeah, aren't he just falling every sure. game. <laughs> yeah. So this is a game that they failed. Does not matter who they were playing. Yeah, they're co- like not coincidentally getting more and more open. And I think that's the biggest <laughs> thing to take away with the Gary Harris. This was a Gary Harris game. No matter who it was, he was playing. It didn't right, matter that yeah. he was playing the Sixers. Right, right, right. When you see shots fall, open shots fall. It does not matter who it's against. That's what the Nuggets needed, and he did. I don't want to take full credit for this, but, guys, I am wearing my Gary Harris T-shirt today. It's been a while since can I've we, worn it. I don't see, see any problem with you view? taking full credit, to be honest. Would you mind moving your microphone so that the people at home can see an unobscured view? There's the beer. One beer down, and... Yep. Yeah, that's a real disaster. Yeah, I'll put a mouth on that. You definitely do. Um, but Gary Harris, so I put this out on Twitter already. This is a disaster of a show. A Saturday show. You just, just put a combob- net right there, too. You just put just a net. Did you learn your lesson? <laughs> I didn't want to get the paper towels everywhere, you know? Uh, we did have a rule once that was no beers on these little tables. Yeah. Here. That was it a rule. It seems like that was a good, be- a good It was rule. a really good rule. <laughs> Why would someone come up with that rule? Because <laughs> Allie's a stick in the mud. Uh, <laughs> nobody tell Allie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nobody tell Allie. No, There's no way she. She's watching right now. She probably is. She definitely is. So, um, so, all right. So, Gary here. So, I put this out on Twitter and people like come out in the mentions again because they were just so out on Gary. I said, maybe this gets him out of his slump. And I don't mean this gets him back to 40% shooting. I just mean maybe it gets him back up to making like one a game, you know, one of five. Like, let's just get back up to 
one of five every now yeah. and then two of five, and and that would be reliable because you know over the last few games it was that he was making zero. He wouldn't make it any of them. So um, hopefully for Gary that is a, a sign of things to come because it does elevate. I've, I've talked about this all year, but Will Barton, Gary Harris to me, those are the X factors. So much is focused on, on Michael Porter. He's obviously the big one, but the Nuggets need those two guys. And I thought even with Will Barton tonight he had his moments. Yeah. Like Will Barton is who he is at this point. He's going to take some of those like crazy shots that, that drive us all mad. But he still did a lot of really good things in this one. Yeah. Well, I mean – I don't know. It is, it is this thing where it's like, yes, but a lot for a lot of this because, you know, like who we talk, like the Sixers obviously like had no cohesion with any of their. I mean, like, give me a break. Like that basketball game we just witnessed was as close to a rec league game as you could possibly see in the NBA. It was really close. But the Nuggets did win, which I felt to be a positive. Um, Gary Harris did hit shots, which he was not formally hitting. Um, the Nuggets didn't look as good as I would think they maybe should have for the circumstances, unfortunately. But Gary Harris did feel like, you know, like uh, you can just like see a little bit like, oh, right. My old friend Gary. There he is. Like uh, just a little bit. And you have to think that the Nuggets didn't want to play this game tonight either. Uh, and, and it's hard. Look, I know people are going to laugh at this, but pro sports are tough. Like at the, at the highest level, these guys are really good. And so much of it is mental and being locked in and dialed in. And when you don't know if you're going to play till right before a tip-off, even yeah. though you're going up against a bunch of scrubs, it's still hard mentally to be like, yeah. what am I exactly totally. getting into? And Gary Harris, you know, today he or in the post game he had this quote. He said, we did our testing today. Everybody was negative. The 76ers that played were negative. Uh, so it made sense to go out there and play. Now, they might just be – I didn't get to see this quote. Did you see this one? Or I did hear it, yeah. Okay. Okay. Is he just saying what he needed to say, or does it feel like, hey, they were like, whatever, this is the world we're in? I think that's legit. Okay. I think that's what he thinks. My read on it is the players had rest, less trepidation about playing than like the staffers and the doctors and a lot of people on like Denver's traveling party. Mm. I think for the players... They're just looking at it as, look, we've been testing negative. The Nuggets have been, you know, testing negative ever since that Dallas game. Right. Um, everybody that Philly put on the court tested negative. Um, I just think it's like everything happening around those negative tests. That's that's super sketchy right now, and that has everybody on edge. They are getting tested every day, you know, and, and this is or every other day, I think. But every and, day, and every time you get on a plane, and there's like all these protocols, and it makes me think like. You know, I've been tested a few times. I think four or five times total. No, maybe more than that. Yeah, I think yeah. I've been tested like There was a times. while we were joking that Adam should get a punch card. Yeah, I get a punch <laughs> card. You're just testing all the time. But, like, when you test and you're, and you're negative, it's like, oh, you know. Like, so many people walk yeah. around and you don't know. Or you're not walking around and you're locked up in your home. So I do imagine that there is a level of ease of, like, hey. Yeah. I mean, these guys are getting tested every day. And when they're flying to a game, like when Denver flew to Philly yesterday, they got tested twice that morning. Everybody took a rapid test, which they get back. And if you're negative, you can go on the plane. And then they take the PCR test, which is more reliable, but you don't get those results for longer. Um, they take they took two of those, you know, yesterday morning before they flew to Philly. So, so hopefully this continues because the Nuggets, you know, obviously they're supposed to play tomorrow. Tonight, the other guy we have to move on to, our guy Nikola Jokic, plus 24, team high. Shocker. I always think of him as my guy. Your guy? It's our guy. Um <laughs> 15 points, 12 assists, 9 rebounds. For the third time, 
He has missed the triple-double by one rebound. <laughs> on you purpose, think, of course. Of course, on purpose. Of course. You would think, like, points are easiest, but rebounds are second easiest to get. He never he just keeps coming up shy on that. But. Especially with no Michael Porter Jr. in the lineup to, yeah. to steal rebounds from him. Uh, what did you make of his night tonight, Dev? I mean, I think it's a great night. He just keeps on proving that it's, just, it's coming easy for him. He doesn't really have to try super-duper hard. Um, that was a game that he kind of slept, walked through, and he mm -hmm. still was yeah. almost a triple-double. Um, he scores when he wants. He directs everything on offense. And if, if you really, like, look at the trends for, for, for him, one game he does all uh, rebounds. Well, next game he does all assists. Then he gets all points. Like, I think that he really might be able to, to average a triple-double <laughs> for the year because he's going after it in different ways. That was a game that he's just like, we, we know we're going to win. Let me do as much as I can while I'm out here. So. Yeah, and we didn't watch it, but we've been told that the 76ers announcers, and it sounds like a lot of you were keyed on this, in, on this as well, that the 76ers announcers were really unimpressed with Nikola Jokic, which actually fills my heart with joy because yeah, they know that he is a, an absolute threat to their beloved uh, Joel Embiid. You get it, right? You get it, like... And it's funny, too, like, if you watch a game like that from Jokic, we watch it, we're like, you know, he's kind of, like, going through it. I mean, if you really want to understand, like, what this game was all about, you look at the energy put forth by Tyrese Maxey. Right, yeah. Right. Every time they showed his face, he was, like, locked in. He was having the this best day of his game life. This was seven of the yeah, NBA yeah, Finals. Yeah, yeah, Jokic is like, oh, my God, like, just gets it in. Does uh, very workmanlike, just does his, his business. But... Okay, so the Philly announcers don't like Nikola Jokic. Very right. predictable. Mark Jackson comes out and says also Nikola so Jokic, predictable. not in his top five of MVP candidacy, not even the best center. Again, Joel Embiid. Uh, and the thing they always use to cite why Embiid is better is because of the record. Right. Philly has a better record. Right. Two-game losing streak. Is <laughs> Joel Embiid's MVP campaign in jeopardy? I mean, he can't even get on the court tonight. <laughs> can't even, can't even he know. stay on the court? That's the thing. Yeah, like he's out with an injury. Is it serious? We don't, yeah. know. We don't know if it's a serious <laughs> injury or not. Uh, we do have to talk, though, about Jokic does have a nemesis in this league. And he yep. was on the court tonight in Dwight Howard. And look, uh. I'm going to – full disclosure – I try to be very objective and unbiased on the show. Even though, even though I have a bias, I try to like step back from that sure. bias, right? Dwight Howard's my least favorite player to ever step on an NBA court. Whoa. Can't stand that wow. guy. Cannot wow. stand that guy. Least favorite ever? Ever. Of all time. Well, all time. Whoa. Uh, and it's like, I don't like him as a basketball player before we get to like you know everything else. But <laughs> tonight, as like you saw why <laughs> I worry about Jokic against Dwight Howard because for whatever reason, Jokic just seems to get in foul trouble with that guy because he can't stop getting into those little like little battles with him. These little like these yeah. little things, and for whatever reason, Dwight White gets gets those calls. Yeah, the comments well, very much in your corner with this take. Very much. Oh yeah. <laughs> the good news is he'll only have to play Dwight one more time this year. Yeah, until the finals. But yeah, <laughs> until he's traded. He'll play him uh, another yeah. time until he's traded back to Houston. Um, um, Dwight yeah. Howard. What's it say? I mean, honestly, like, let's be honest. Jokic got in foul trouble. This is a part of the story. He had a great. He's got in foul trouble night. in what? Three straight games. Three straight Four games. Straight. Yeah. No, for sure, for sure. And um, it's definitely a good sign. Dwight Howard is no longer on the Lakers. I think. Um, with Yoke's game tonight, for me though, he only had four turnovers, but they seem pretty loud. And his turnovers have been up, but like, I don't think four is a like terrible number for him because he is their point guard that's how you have to think about him um but and all the turnovers too just not his fault either yeah and people are getting used to him but i said this on the last show i don't care about his turnovers i don't yeah. people are gonna make a big there's one game sacramento game that they lost 
where yeah, I think he had ten, and they were some, there were some bad ones at key moments. That was the yeah. one game where I cared four, about. A four is fine. It's you know, he's he's their point it's not guard. Not even a number. Yeah. I don't even. He could have eight of them. I don't care. Well, you also said they were loud. It was because they were all at at the same time. Right. So it made it yeah. look like it was a bad stretch. Like he was just going to keep doing it, but. Also, like you said, he's the point guard. He has the, the ball most of the time. If the player has the ball a lot and they're taking crazy chances all of the time, you have to expect that there's going to be some turnovers that come with it. Because what I said, it's like the same with rebounding. Like, Steven Adams never averages a lot of rebounds. But guess what? When he's on the court, his team dominates the rebounds. <laughs> it's the same with Jokic. He averages a lot of turnovers. But guess what? When he's on the court, the Nuggets as a team don't average a lot of turnovers. So the, the, I just don't care. The, some of these stats... Are misleading. What's so funny over here? Giggler, the giggler. Oh, I'm, I'm, wa I'm watching a different show. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> the, dude, the comments fucking kill me. So, um, I mean, I told Dev this earlier when he came in. Like the one, th the one. There's a couple reasons I don't like having like having him on the show. <laughs> Number one, obviously, his personality. Number yeah. two, Dev comes in and he looks so much better than we do every game. He comes up <laughs> with coordinated Jordans. Yeah, he's got a, he really a, like does. A impeccable look. He's. I felt like I was pushing maybe the second best looking guy in here. I'm I'm down to fifth. <laughs> but your day of reckoning has come. People say you look like Dev from State Farm today with your phone. <laughs> 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 oh, like a good superstar. <laughs> I like that. I like that. I'll be Dev from State Farm. You're not going to recover from that. Oh, <laughs> That's a my God. Dev from State Farm, man. <laughs> That's harsh, uh, man. Now you understand really why hard. I couldn't listen to what you were saying. Whatever you're saying about Dwight Howard, I don't care. Dwight Howard, a real, a real. What What is it PS. with Dwight though? Is it his strength? Is it just like the little tricks that he does to to yeah, piss it, off Yoke? Oh, it's so the non. It, first of all, it's the complaining about every foul, which lots of guys do. It's all the little things that he does, you know, to do this. And then this refs just for some reason give it to him. Like mm. I don't like low skill players. And look, he. I'm not. This is the same thing with Gobert. I'm not saying they're not good. I'm not saying they're not impactful. I just don't like the way in which they are impactful. And with him, it's so much about just the physicality, the rumbling, and like he just gets the benefit of the doubt on yeah. all of these. So that that's why I don't like him. <laughs> yeah. Simply, yeah, he's also simply just like a, you can boil it down to that he's just like a jerk. Yeah. And I also don't like when guys don't do the thing that they're good at. He's yeah. not good at posting up. He likes to post no. up. He's not. He's good at so many other things. He doesn't do them. So. I, I'm allowed to not like people. I don't like no, Dwight. No, it's fine. Dev's looking at me like this. Dis, dislike like away. Him. Dislike away. I like Dwight. You like Dwight? <laughs> I've always liked Dwight. Ooh, this is a controversial take. This is a controversial I have another take. note on uh, Will Barton, though. Okay. Um, I want to see Will Barton take it to the rim and finish on his drives. Will Barton is has one of the lowest field goal percentages this year on drives. Shooting like 20% on something on drives to the rim. And we've talked about how he just, like, doesn't have that same explosion, it seems like, so far this season. I mean, that's how I'll know, I feel like, that he's trending up and getting back to where he was. If he has that confidence to he take has, it hard and finish. He has said that he expects that he will be better as the season goes on physically. Yeah. And, and sometimes you don't know that. Like, if you have a knee injury and it's not fully right and you start playing, sometimes it just stops. Yeah. But it sounds like – and, I, and this, this injury is such a mystery injury – but it sounds like the expectation for him is as the season goes on, he's going to get better. So um, to your point, ho hopefully, hopefully it's in the, in the right direction. Um, the other person we're going to talk about here in single out is Jamal Murray. Oh, boy. Because we've talked about this a lot. He's not trying to do too much. I'll give him that. Because he doesn't look healthy either. We were laughing, not laughing, like a sad laugh. But in the third quarter, 
the first play of the game, but then ball goes out of bounds. And Jamal Murray has his hands on his knees like he's about to fall over. And it's like, wow, it's been 30 seconds. Like, yeah. yeah. How After halftime. He looks exhausted to me. Yeah, yeah. it's um, troubling. I would say this is a troubling trend that we're witnessing. Um, uh, part of me wonders if it's more than fitness. Like if it's something like what you're talking about, like an, a nagging knee or something. That's right. like, but he just looks gassed. Like yeah. He just looks gassed. And, um, you know, it, to me, it comes back down to that, that same idea that we've talked about every time that we have to keep hitting on because it keeps rearing its head is that the NBA let off. They, the Jamal Murray put maximum effort, really everything did. he had, into the bubble. It lets off physically and, you, and emotionally. Yeah, you understand exactly like the letdown. He goes back to Canada and he just he tells you like he just hung out with his brother for right. a month or three months or whatever it was, and like he just didn't ramp back up. He he ramps down and like we're we're just still hanging out there. And so you just hope he can play himself back into shape and that the Nuggets are able to sort of like just sort of buoy themselves along until we can get a, a healthy and functioning Michael Porter Jr., a healthy and functioning Jamal Murray, and then Yoke can just be the rock. I mean, it's just, the only thing that sucks is that it's so unfair to Nikola Jokic. Like, Nikola Jokic <laughs> came back, and he's given us a start like we've never seen him in this league. And um, it's just, if he doesn't show up, like, the Nuggets are cooked. There's just no two ways about it. So, But can he? I mean, so is it, you, you make it, the, what I'm saying is it's been so many days, and the, when the Nuggets fell behind early, I don't, what were they, one and three, and Jamal Murray <laughs> comes out, and all of a sudden he's just like, he's playing like uh, like he knows how important it was. And that lasted for, I don't know, three games? And then now he's back to that, and I'm thinking, like, maybe it's just not something he can mentally overcome, and maybe he needs to sit out a couple days. You know, maybe he needs to miss a week. The Nuggets can't really afford it, but... I know. One of the things that D-Line just said was, like, uh, how it's unfair to Jokic and... and, and how, how he's came back different. But what you can see is, like, the motivation is a lot different. Yeah. Jokic came back, and he wanted to be in shape and prove that he's yeah. in shape, and he's one of the best players in the world. Jamal Murray in the bubble had a, a, a bad playoff experience the year before. So yep. he came back, and he wanted to prove that you weren't, he wasn't going to get bullied in, in the playoffs, and he was going to come back different. We see that Jamal Murray now is completely a different player, and, and one of the indicators that show you that he's just not aggressive anymore. He didn't go to the free throw line at all today. Mm, he hasn't point. been getting to the rim at all or even trying to finish in the ways that we've seen in, in the bubble. So maybe it is a nagging injury or something yeah. else that's there, but it's just not the same aggressive Jamal he's that we even, see. He's not even taking wide no, open No, I noticed this he a lot in the up. fourth quarter and in overtime of the Dallas game. He was just, you know, passing up open threes. Yeah. And then tonight, yeah. passed up a bunch of open threes. Didn't even think about shooting it. Like, didn't even think about it. Just whipped the ball around the top, of the, uh, the, top of the arc. No, <laughs> discombobulated day. Nobody, the best take on Jamal Murray, I think, of all takes that have ever been said is that legs are the number one thing. That's, like, really the most important <laughs> sure. thing. And right now, he, he does not seem to have the legs. So it's Do you think same. they should give him the night off tomorrow? So this is what's tough. If you look at this Knicks team, uh, they're playing really well. Five and four. Five and four. They're playing great. And they're also playing great in a way that, like, they're an annoying team to play right now. Right. If you play defense like the Nuggets, the Knicks are going to score on they're you. They're going to murder you, and they're going to play fast. Julie, how many is down. Julius Randle going to have tomorrow? That's gonna, a great <laughs> – like, if you think about Dwight Howard getting into his head, and yeah. he's going to get into his head. And, and then also you go back to the Kings. They have players like Rashawn Holmes, who's yeah. like a Nugget killer. Randall is that on steroids? Uh, just all emotion. Wait, are you like... recording something? No, I would never. I would never. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's Harrison's job. I would never do something like that. Chile is right. You heard it from Dev. He's reporting. I don't know where else, uh, you know, with the players, I don't, I don't know how many other guys were interested. There is one note on the Nuggets at large that I want to make. That is the – 
they went zone. And, and for two reasons. One, I think, to be effective and because the personnel was so out of whack for the 76ers tonight. But two, because, I, you know, Denver struggles against the zone, man. And in the first half, and Gary Harris had a quote about this as well after the game about early on they were just getting excited and felt like they had to beat it quickly. And then once you s- settle down, it's easier to beat. But I have a con- real concern about the Nuggets because Gary Harris hit threes tonight. Thank God. Um, Paul Millsap can hit him. Jokic can hit him. Murray's the one guy that doesn't really get open. When you're attacking a zone, they, like, really overload on that. I don't know that Denver has guys. Like, if you told me, like, tonight's game you're going to have to rely on Will Barton's three, Gary Harris's three, Paul Millsap's three, I'm like, yeah, that's not my number one thing I would choose to rely on, like, for Denver. So I'm worried about the zone. Teams have had success, not just them. It would be great if they had a a Seth Curry type. Yeah. A Cam Johnson. Not a specific Seth Curry at this exact moment. Yeah, not this exact moment. <laughs> yeah. It's probably best that they don't yeah. have him right now. A type of player. Like a Michael a Porter, Seth if you will. Like a, a Michael, Michael Porter, Porter. Type. Yeah. 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 Just that knockdown guy, man. See, this is – I mean, this season is going to be so weird. This is not the first, not the last, not the only seven-player game we're going to see where it's just like, like, what are, you, what are we doing? But they're just – you know, they just, like, got to get the games through. So – and, it, and every team is kind of going through. You get you get wrapped up in this bubble of, like, we're focused on the Nuggets. And they don't look good, guys. We're going to play rank. Here in a, after this, we're going to play rank the best wins of the it's season. It's not going to be a fun it's game. It's not going to be a fun <laughs> game to play. But if you go through it, like, Denver's 4-5 and five now, which means they're, like, a half game behind everybody else. Like, yeah. every team has had these, like, wild turns. I mean, yeah. even within games. Last night I watched the Clippers-Warriors game. Clippers dominating the Warriors. And, and then you the narratives will come out like, okay, the Warriors had a little nice week, but now it's over. Then the Warriors come back and they beat the Clippers. It's like, well, yeah. what's wrong with the Clippers? They have a players-only meeting. Like, so Steph Curry I, was I a fraud. Basketball. Now he's the best player in the league. He again. might be the best player in the league. <laughs> I saw that take on the timeline last night. It and I'm reversed like, wow. in a week. So this might just be, is a game of runs. Yeah, but this year in particular, I do feel like everybody is discombobulated. It's as true. discombobulated yeah, as true. we are. Is there any other players that we need to mention tonight or anywhere else we need to go? Uh, so I said this on the show a couple of games ago, but Monte Morris is having an underrated season still. He is. Yeah. 5 of 10 tonight, 12 uh, points. I feel like he's finishing around the rim really well. Just yeah. feel like he's gotten better there. Um, so I thought he was notable. And then uh, another point about Barton and Gary Harris. You know how we always talk about Jamal Murray as a Nuggets swing player, at least last year? He's like, oh, Jamal, Jamal Murray's the biggest swing player in the league when he – is playing to it's his best. True, man. The Nuggets are arguably the best team in the league. When he's not, you know, the Nuggets are just a very good but not a great team. I th- I still think that player is Jamal Murray. He's still Nuggets' biggest swing player, but Gary Harris and Will Barton are huge swing players, I think, for Denver this season too, more so than last. Like, when they're really good, Denver that's another just pathway Denver has to being an elite team. When they're bad, Denver is a really good team, but, you know, they're still just missing – some of those complimentary pieces, I feel um, like. Michael Porter Jr. being out, uh, kind he's of a big, he's the, spotlight that If you talk to, about swing players, yeah. Jokic he scored 30 points the, the game before he went out, Michael Porter yeah. Jr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jokic, Jokic to me is still like his bad games now, the level he's at, his bad games are like B-plus superstar games, yeah. right? Yep. Like, I mean, his, his worst is really high. So he's steady. Jamal Murray to me is that swing player because I, I, as much as I want to agree with you, Gary Harris can have a good night and Denver loses to good teams. Jamal Murray and Jokic both have a good night. Like, they're competitive no matter what the game is. Like, that's 90% of the battle is those two guys. Michael Porter right there with you. If Jokic and Porter are having a great night, you know, it could be the same thing. And if you got all three of them, I, it feels like Gary Harris, Barton, Millsap could all go 0 for 1,000, and they're still going to win. Yeah. So. I still think it's Murray. It's yeah. just that 
I think I might have personally just like overrated the talent on on this team a little bit, top to bottom, like in terms of a Gary and in, in terms of a Will, and maybe yeah. in terms of Paul a little bit this year. Yeah. And one of the things that was supposed to make Denver so great was its depth too. Yeah. So. All right, so Denver now goes to four and five on the season, almost to five hundred. We can get to five hundred tomorrow, baby. <laughs> We can get there. We can the get there. The quest for 500. The quest for 500. <laughs> um, but if they do, and we're doing ad-free, by the way, Kale, I see. I saw your note. But, uh, so if we get to um, – oh. so if we if we look at this now, four wins. They've got Houston when Houston had no John Wall, no DeMarcus Cousins. Right. And James Harden, who had just arrived from the club. First, <laughs> no practice, he just arrived. That's, that's the team they beat. Then you get Sacramento twice. We thought, oh, is Sacramento good? They're not. They're, in fact, it's been proven. <laughs> did did we really think Sacramento well, was Well, it was good, early. Guys. You thought Come maybe on. they're the surprise. They're the, you know, whatever. Um, and then you get this one against uh, uh, Dakota. What was his name again? Dakota Mathias. Yeah, you get Dakota. My guy, my guy, Paul Reed, Isaiah Joe. <laughs> yeah. Um, so let's rank them. Dev, rank these games for me from best win to worst win on the season. Uh, I think that their best win would be against the Sacramento Kings. Which one? The best win would be against Wait, the Houston they didn't beat Rockets. Wait, they didn't beat they the didn't Sacramento beat, Kings. Hold on. The, Hold on. Sacramento yeah. Kings. the Houston Rockets. Sorry. I'll go against the Houston oh, yeah, Rockets. They, the reason I say Houston Rockets is because they still have a, a superstar. Even when he came from the club. I mean, he's been right. he's already been playing from and the club. And he went off. He had like 30 at the half. It wasn't like this was like his first time going no. to the club and playing. Like, <laughs> so true. That was he's new. He's been there, done that. That was, that was him in his in, in comfortable yeah. uh, James Harden. That's true. So I, w- I would go that one. Uh, I think that the... I'm just gonna skip the other two. The <laughs> the one that didn't matter that much was the one that we just seen. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we don't. Yeah. We know Danny Green. That's it. That is it. Tyrese Maxey, he's a good player. We seen him in college, but we don't know how he is as an NBA player. We know Danny Green, and that was it from tonight. And then Dwight Howard, who who you love. Um, <laughs> so I, 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 would, I would think that's how I would have to rank, rank it. I love how offended. He's genuinely offended by me hating Dwight Howard. But I, I love do. it. I hate him. We need some I more conflict him. on this show. I would, Dwight Howard is the, uh, Dwight the source Howard of the He wouldn't be the one. Conflict. He wouldn't be the one. <laughs> You're not going to stand up and cape for him. You'll be <laughs> yeah, like, it would have to be like happen. O.J. Mayo. Or, or O.J. Mayo, your Whoa. guy, or Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose. Yeah. yeah. Or, uh, O.J. Mayo. probably a DeRozan guy, right? I love the O.J. Mayo take, though. No. I like DeRozan because he's from Compton, and people I like, like forget year. about that. Uh, I think that that's something that I like, but not him. So any player from Compton? I like the O.J. Mayo no. take, though. No, I actually like this because O.J. OJ Mayo was actually really freaking dope in high school. So good. He was so good. Like He was a guy that probably he just had his career didn't go the way it, it could have. I could see that there's an alternative universe where O.J. Mayo sure. was like do people ever, awesome. Do people ever call him sweet and smooth? OJ and mayo? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> is the mayo Never. smooth? Do you ever eat some mayo and you go, oh, so smooth? <laughs> is mayo not smooth? Yeah, it has to be smooth. It's not <laughs> rough. Smooth? It's not it rough. It can be rough. I'm ne- okay, I'm, I'm losing this battle, and I'm so surprised that I'm losing this battle on mayonnaise. Let's get back to the ranking. <laughs> yeah, let's get back. Harrison, Harrison, rank for me the uh, four, four games so far. I mean, obviously Houston's won. Clearly won. They're oh, best. so win. sad that that's clearly won, because that was a not great win. I know. Um, and then I'll say Minnesota on the road, Minnesota at home, and okay. this game. The only thing that could bump this game up a little bit is just the circumstances. You know, there were crazy circumstances heading into this game. Yeah, they don't know who who's playing on Philly. They don't know if the game's going to be played. All this coronavirus stuff's going on throughout the league. A lot of crazy circumstances this week. Um, 
So that's the only thing that could bump it up a little. Are you in the same? Are you uh, are you on Man, what well? a depressing question. I know. Like, it's you either great. have two deeply compromised teams or another team that was deeply compromised. They're all deeply compromised. To give you some perspective here, the Wolves, they had Carl ta- Anthony Towns, then they lost him. Since then, they've lost by an average of 20 points per game. By far the worst team in by the league. By far. Like, I think, yeah. It's not even a discussion. No, so if you look at how much like your overall plus minus, not your net rating, this is like how much you win or lose by, they have lost by an average of 20. The next worst is the Kings. <laughs> the Kings, who have lost by an average of nine. So they have lost by more than double what the second worst team has over that same so span. Wait, so the, our consensus best win of the game, or the, of the season, is a nine player Rockets team. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Clearly. Let's go. Baby. Not even a discussion. Let's go. Nuggets still in need. You know what's sad is if they get that uh if they get that win at the Knicks tomorrow night. Might be best the best win. win. Oh, no, easily the best win of the season. Are you easily. kidding? It's not close. Easily the best win of the season <laughs> should they be able to grab it. So, uh, a lot of stakes here on the on the table. Um, should we go to a stonk report? Yeah, it's time, dude. It's time. We're nine games in. Let's take a look. We're, we're more than one-seventh the way through the season. Let's go through Ooh, the stonk. Time to check that old stonk portfolio. Um, all right, here. Let's look at the ratings here. You can either sell yes, your sir. stonk. Yeah. You can sell your stonk. Wait and you see. can wait and see. Okay, sure. I'm going to have to wait and see. Tempered. You can buy now. Buy now. All right. And then uh, let's Whoa. go. Let's go. This is, this is a Bitcoin status. It's a Bitcoin <laughs> status. Can I ask why you made the buyer on Because uh, I work under pressure. I don't know. It's, 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 it's orange. It's That's orange. <laughs> All right. Let's start with our first player. It's Nikola Jokic. We start from where we had the start of the season to where we are now. Ooh. What are we? What, Harrison, what are we going with? Oh, I'm buying. I'm, I'm I don't be, know why we have the up. I'm going to be uh, buying for the entire season. Yeah, buy now. I don't care what the price is. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to keep buying. Well, wait, that's not. Oh, buy now. That's not that high. That's right. Okay, you're buying. You're cautiously buying. That's like a. That's a Harrison take. That's yeah, the yeah, that's a, that's a, that's I'm a buying pragmatic, now. A pragmatic take. He's not. <laughs> Let's not lose he's our not minds. mortgaging <laughs> the future. He's not mortgaging the farm. He's not doing all that. His he's stock just, is so high. Already. It's a hot stock. It's Very hot. hot stock. Yeah, Everybody knows about it. Hot stonk. Very hot stonk. Blue chip. What do you think, Dev? I'm all in. Oh, I'm all in. Here, let's go. Nikola Jokic. Let's, let's go. go. Let's go. <laughs> and, and the reason for that is because we haven't even seen like a motivated Nikola Jokic. The only time we see it is if he gets whacked on a call, right, like on a play, yeah. or if he doesn't get a call that goes his way. Then we're like, okay, Jokic is going to just have a good next few possessions or whatever. But we haven't even seen Jokic at his best yet. So I'm going to buy. I mean, I'm all in. I'm all in. Woo. Eric? I'm going to go with a very handsome... Harrison Wynn, oh, thank you. signifying, let's go, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, it, it pains me to say this. Oh, I, no. I am merely at a buy now. What? Merely at a buy now. Oh, like me. And here's why. He's playing 36 minutes per game right now. It's been a great, he's playing incredible. A++, best basketball of his career. We're nine games in. They're relying on him for 36 minutes, and I worry that Jamal Murray might need to take a break. He might have to go up to 38 minutes oh, a game God. for a while just to keep this, the ship steady. So as much as I'm all in on Jokic, it's early for him to be pressing this hard, and, and that gives me a little bit of trepidation. Just it's, so everyone understands, Adam's a little older in life. His stonk portfolio it's very diversified well but just your, your strategy you're, you're you're thinking about the end here you don't want to press the gas too hard i'm looking for retirement i'm not trying to buy a ferrari right like this is i'm playing the long isn't game isn't it interesting that we're worried about jamal murray's fatigue right now but i have zero concerns about Jokic like breaking down this season even if he has to carry a big <laughs> well load. i don't know man i don't i'm gonna push back on that oh. i think Jokic looks tired 
I do, man. Tonight, really? yeah, I do. And tonight, he only shot six of eight, jogged up and down the court. He's all he's needed. He's smart. He knows how to load manage on the yeah. court. Yeah. But it doesn't matter because it's still a thing that he. I, I don't think he has 100% reserves in the tank. And at nine games in, you would hope a player that's fully healthy has 100% reserves in. I think that it's just that he can do – his game does not require high levels of effort, period. Like, I think that's – like, Jamal Murray, if he's not pushing the gas and, like, running around guys getting open and, and like, shooting with, like, frantic rhythm, like, he, he doesn't have anything to offer, it, it seems. But Jokic is plotting, methodical. And he doesn't have to do those things. Like, he's not there to impress the announcers from the Philadelphia 76ers. Like, he's out to just, like, do what needs to happen to win games. So if you don't buy now and fire Adam is your stonks <laughs> portfolio management, like, I don't know what you're doing. Also, to Harrison's point, the stock is at a pretty big high. Like, are we – We're let's talk about it. Triple-double average. Right now he's doing it. Tonight – uh, I'm not worried about his rebounds because I feel like if it got close, if there's 10 games left and he needed to average game, like 12 rebounds, he'll, he'll, rebounds, he'll yeah. freaking grab 20 rebounds a game to make sure. But the assist numbers, you know, he gets 12 again tonight. His number is going to go up. He's just so comfortably above 10. Do you think he's going to do it this year? I say yes. Right now, if you look at it, they have the easiest schedule in the, in the league. So that means that he hasn't had to play every single minute. Yeah. There's going to be – a lot of good teams that they're about to play that he's going to have to put in more time. He's going to have to put in more <laughs> minutes. They're going to need him oh at all God. times on the court, and he's going to have to do extra. Yeah. So he's going to get the rebounds. He's going to get the assists. He's going to have to take over and score and if no one else helps him. Yeah. So I think that that's something that he will do. All right. I think yes. Jamal Murray, stonk report. Where are we going to go? Here should I start with Eric? I'll start with you this time. I'm going to go with a still handsome but upside down Harrison wind. An upside, this is like tarot. <laughs> this, is this, the, like the, this is the, the upside down wind. <laughs> yeah. The reverse wind. Reverse I wind. I didn't really get how that whole thing worked in uh, the tarot card. Uh, <laughs> when it was upside down. So with Jamal Murray, it's handsome, but it could be better. I'm going to, I'm actually going to sell. I'm gonna, You're going to, no, wait and see, wait and see. Wait and see. You're I, gonna for, wait I forgot see. the nomenclature that I came up with. Uh, wait and see. Uh, Harrison, what do you think? Let's go! What? So, he was so pragmatic about Jokic, who's averaging 26, 12, and 12. But Murray, who looks like he can barely run up and down the court. Wow. You're a let's go. Not a let's buy. <laughs> a let's go. Oh, stocks, I can't wait. I'm just saying, stock's pretty low right now. <laughs> is that, oh, is that a great time Harrison's, to buy? Yeah, Harrison's I, got, a, I, got a strategy I think, here. I think what we're learning is that this game doesn't make as much sense as we'd hope it would. No, because no, no, I don't no, even know what that means. It's almost play. as though this, this game is nonsensical in every way. So yeah. you're, you're saying he's going to be better going forward than he's been right now. I think so. Okay. I think so. Look, I, I, we know he's looked a little tired, but there's also part of me that wouldn't be shocked if he just had a huge game against the Knicks, you know? At like, the Garden. I, I still think he's capable of just the pulling those games out of nowhere. Nobody there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm, I think the minutes load is concerning. Overall, I'm yeah, not, man. like, super, like, super worried, though. What do you think, Dev? I am going to buy. I'm buying, too. just to be clear, I'm not unloading Murray stock. I, I'm going to buy, and the reason for that is because as bad as we think Murray has been, he hasn't been horrible. Oh, he, he hasn't been bad. He's, Jamal yeah. Murray is averaging he's, career numbers. He's, yeah, he hasn't more. been bad. He's and averaging four he's more points per game great. than he was last year. He's been great, and that's, and that's him not even close to good Jamal Murray, yeah. though. Like, He's not shooting the ball or even trying yeah. to shoot the ball the same. But this is his own fault. He raised his own bar to a point where disappointment is when reality does not meet expectation. He set our expectations so high, and he's merely having career numbers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's a little bit true. He is averaging just 16 points over the last three, and I think the last three are where we've seen him kind of hit that wall. I'm wait and see, guys. I'm not okay. selling my stock yet, but I'm wait and see because I think that I think that he might need to take a week off. I think there might be a scenario where if Denver can steady the ship and yeah. get to be a game or two above 500 when Michael Porter returns to the lineup 14 days from now or whatever, 10 days, 8 days, whatever it is from now, I could see a scenario where Murray takes two games off, and maybe that's the thing it takes to get him right, but... Um, I got to say this too. Like I'm a noted Michael Malone stan, and so you can throw out whatever I'm about to say if you'd like. But Michael Malone's, um, I believe, his coaching strategy, where he's the strongest, is the long view. Right? Yeah, like, I agree with that. I don't believe That's he is take. managing these games in a vacuum. I believe he's thinking about like, all right, like the way we're talking about it. Like, okay, if we can get to 500, we can sort of buoy. I, I don't have to use my players this way. It's like he's not great like with in-game management. It gets frustrating because he like he's the wrong guy is guarding the wrong guy for too long. But like he. 1,000% understands the large view of basketball, which is something I, I really respect because I think it's rare. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, next one I have, in, most interesting one, Michael Porter Jr. Ooh. Harrison, you have to start us off on this one. I'm wait, waiting and seeing. Wait and see. Wait and see. Um, definitely not buying. Not selling, though. Um, look, man, it's going to be... This is a huge kind of roadblock in Porter's season, I feel like. He, when this is all said and done, he's going to have missed, what, 10 games? Yeah. It's a huge chunk of games yeah. in a 72 we game also, I don't know if it'll be 10. We, we also don't know like, what he's going to be like when he comes back. Yeah. That's such a good point. Um, ah, you guys are, I don't like this. So I'm in wait and see mode. It's, it's tough, man. Like, we already have spent so much energy talking about how implementing him alongside yoke and murray was going to be this season-long process we knew it was going to take time as evident by the first four games of the season it's definitely going to take a long time and this just um this just holds up that process and doing that even after taking 10 games off that's even harder yeah. than doing it after you know you had a preseason and a training camp so um i'm wait and see Dev? i'm certainly wait and see uh, if you think back to last year um in the bubble Michael Porter Jr. went like looked really, really good, and then he twisted his ankle, and then he comes back and he doesn't look the same. We just don't know how he'll look when he does come back. Yeah. We know that there is a lot of upside with him, um, but also what we're seeing is the team is trying to find ways and trying to, to work around it. Now you have to implement him back into the lineup. I don't know how that's going to look or how that's going to be for Malone, who's been coaching a specific way without him there. Now you put this offense back into it or a guy that you want to try to build around. It's like, we're, I don't know what, what's going to happen. What do you think, Eric? I'm thinking very, a very handsome by now. By now. People, <laughs> people are out on Michael Porter Jr. And Michael Porter Jr. is just sitting back and reading all of these things. He's going to come back and like... He's definitely reading. And the, th the thing is, is that Michael Porter Jr. like is a self-starter. Like... He can go up and doesn't need to have Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray pass him the ball. He can have an exquisitely covered three-point shot that there's no business he should be taking and can it in somebody's eye in the biggest moment in the Clippers series. Like, he's that kind of player, right? right like, yeah. He's going to come back and, like, be hungry to prove himself because the doubters are out. Harrison's waiting and seeing. Dev's waiting and seeing. I'm not saying Me. I'm doubting him. Wah. Just waiting and seeing. MPJ, <laughs> listen. We got this, bro. He's not going to like you more. <laughs> oh, just to be clear, I'm very aware he does not like me at all. 
<laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and buy a little. I'm gonna buy now. The stock's really low. Yeah, so the bad stop is a bad uh, is, stock's really low. Now Volatile I will say stock. I'm gonna say this. We don't know. First of all, we don't know if he has COVID or not. We don't know if he does have COVID. Is it like mild? There's nothing wrong. Remember, he, presumably he had it going into the bubble. He came into the bubble and scored 37 points or whatever. Like, you know, I, I could see a repeat of that. But more to the point, Michael Porter looked his best last year when he got a lot of minutes. He came into the lineup, had, I think, a real monster game, like one of his first starts or whatever. It took a couple games. And then once he got the consistent minutes, it was like every night he was playing great. I think when he comes back in, I think he had a rocky start. I think the Nuggets as a team had a rocky start. I think the Nuggets as a team will be hopefully in better position to cover for him defensively while he learns what's going on on defense. But I just, I, I still trust the talent. So stock's really low. I'm going to buy. All right, Gary, Gary Harris. Ooh. Start with me. Yeah. All right. All right. First off, you're, stock, you're stonkless when it comes to Gary Harris. There, you sold all of your Harris stock in the preseason. I'm gonna Stonkless. sell. I'm gonna sell more. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna short the stock. He's shorting the stock. Oh my god! What are you the selling? That I don't have. I'm gonna go more down. On oh. This is a great time for me to sell the stock I don't have. Okay. Like he just came off of like that was basically a career game for him. That really was. Like, like that was the one stock the... bounced up to one cent. And you're yeah. like sell, get rid of it, sell it, now. sell it now. And so you start seeing it at a more consistent like basis. Yeah. Like I don't hate Gary Harris. I think that he brings a lot of things that the Nuggets need. But also, what they really, really need is a person that could consistently make the three-point shot. Tonight, we've seen that he made uh, the three-point shot. I don't know if he's going to be able to shoot like that again. Hopefully, he does, but it won't be something that I have to have in my pockets because I'm selling my stock. All right. All right. <laughs> I'll wait and see. I'll wait and see. Okay. I'm what, definitely what? not buying. Definitely not buying after one game. Right, right, right. But, it probably doesn't right, make that much sense to sell. Frankly, if you are buying, make sure there's something in the box. Like, Dev is selling something that's empty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has no stocks. <laughs> I know Gary, Dev has a lot of Gary Harris stocks, so maybe it makes sense for him to sell. I, I have I have less. So. All right, so you're just going to wait and see. Yeah, I'll wait what do you think? I'm going to wait and see. I mean, here's the thing. Gary Harris, not a rookie, right? We've seen positive things from Gary Harris in, on a consistent level at times in his career. Um, you know, like, he looks bad this year up until today maybe this is the turnaround i'm gonna wait and i'm gonna see i'm gonna like also it. wait and see in large part because i don't know what selling would mean at this point like, it really <laughs> does just it's really just give up i think is really what we would say at this point cash out when you can here's an interesting question for you guys let's say gary Harris shoots 40 percent from three over the next 10 games okay denver's 500 do they trade gary i mean do you just wait for the first moment of his value to maybe show that little bit of life and move on? Or do you think to yourself, well, hey, he's back now. We got our 3 and D guy. You get it out of there. You just yeah. you hope for the stock to set, like to, to actually build so that you could get like rid of it. Because you know that there's going to be a time that he's not making shots again. And he's also not playing great defense as a 3 and D guy. Um, yeah, I'd probably look to sell then too and it pains me to say it really pains me to say it but that would probably be the smart thing you to let, do. we're waiting for one rally what about you i already said i was buy, i said wait and see but i'm saying a trade i know you wait and see but then the stock goes up then do you sell uh, then are you moving on well i gotta see what i, I gotta that's the wait and see part i don't know what this am I is getting? when d-line we realized d-line was watching actually another show yeah, yeah, yeah. over the last five minutes <laughs> for yeah, sure, yeah, for I, sure. I, was, yeah. I was locked in on the comments i'm not gonna i'll shoot you straight here bro i thought after i gave my my answer i was off the hook all right last <laughs> one for you guys last one for you the bench the bench really bad to start 
gotten a little bit better. Uh, I guess I have to start with you this time, Eric. The bench. I am going to... I'm going to sell the bench. Oh, no. I'm going to sell the entire bench. Wow. Including what they're sitting on, the the, the physical bench. <laughs> Every part of the bench is. So gonna, you don't think the Nuggets are going to solve their bench problem? Here's what I know: is that the Nuggets played a game against a 76ers team that had seven players, most of which was their bench, all of which was their bench, <laughs> all of them. That's and so Isaiah Hartenstein played five minutes up until uh, the fourth quarter until oh, garbage. Oh, you're time. right. Like, if we cannot count on our bench unit to spell our most important asset in Nikola Jokic. Like, what are we doing? What is this? Like, it, it, you know, Compasso comes in. You know, he shoots a few three. He was kind of, he, he did all right. He, he was, was good tonight, I thought. He was good. He was good. I, I, maybe I'll keep a little a little side bet, a little sidecar for Compasso on, on my <laughs> bench. But man, I gotta I gotta see something here, man, because it's uh, it's 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 coming coming down to where we're, things are looking uh, a little dire for the Nuggets, and I'm not seeing a lot of improvement. Dev, I'm, I'm, oh sorry, Dev, sorry. I'm a. Uh, I, this guy, I can't believe he sold that. I'm gonna sell with him. I'm gonna sell with him. You guys are not optimistic about the Nuggets right no, now. I have to sell with wow. them. Like, I don't know what we thought. Like, was good with the bench. We, I mean, Monte Morris is the, he's good. the bright yeah, he's spot really on good. the bench, and it's only one bright spot. It follows him. Like, and then the the worst part about the bench is when the the guys that we really, really, really want to see. Uh, R.J. Hampton, Marcus Howard, Bo Bowl, and those guys get in. Then it was even worse. Yeah, and yeah, that yeah. had to be the bench unit because the starters were playing against a bench today, yeah. and they like did okay. But then the bench bench Ugh. came in, and it was even worse. They they all went a minus eight. There was a backdoor cover in the game because yeah. they oh, couldn't they were, do anything. Oh, well, now we know we're really pissed. Uh, <laughs> we were joking. I didn't. I didn't bet on that. On that. We, we were joking sure. earlier. Like, what <laughs> entity has had the biggest fall from grace? Was it Enron? In the '90s, or Bull Bull, which which stock fell so quickly? Bull Bull tonight, guys. So quickly, Bull so Bull tonight. Quickly. Zero points on zero shots, zero rebounds, zero. Oh wait, no, it two? was all zero. Oh, zero says zero, still zero blocks, minus eight. Like, I mean, it was only two minutes. Like, there wasn't a lot for him to go out there. Although somehow Zeke Naji got up three shots <laughs> in his two minutes. I love it. <laughs> that's somebody. That's a, that's a bright spot on yeah. the bench. Poor Bull Bull. All right, Harrison. I'm surprised. Me I'm too. surprised. I am. Guys, the bench is trending up. Oh, I love it. The I bench it. has been they better don't know how to read the market since Harrison. Jamichael Green got back in the lineup. And Jamichael Green has been great. Great. I mean, he has been incredible off the bench. Yeah. I think they'll find um, – I don't think the bench is going to be incredible. What, like, are you gonna, what are you doing, though? <laughs> um, what, what's the second one? Buy now? Yeah, buy yeah, now. I'm buying – no, 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 no. Um, the one up from that. Oh. I'm buying now, yeah. I'm buying now. I'm buying now. Harrison is is officially bullish on the bench. Dude, bullish they've been trending up. What are you guys talking yeah. about? They, they've been better over these last few games. Michael Green's solid. Um, I hope they play Hard Rock more. I hope they play Hartenstein more. Hartenstein. Also, I, don't, I don't even know. One one bright spot. Uh, <laughs> one one positive to see though also is when Michael Porter Jr. comes back, he's gonna most likely start on the bench as I well. I think so. I think he will. So, you think? So oh, you man. have Monte Morris. You have Compazzo. I hope. You have Compazzo. You have. Uh, like you have, um, yeah, look, it's so hard to more. even think about what the lineup is. I am so this in my head about how to pronounce that name right now. Yeah, like, I are. can't even get it out. You've ruined me. <laughs> I'm in flame for it. I'm Stein. so in my head about so it. So easy, Stein. Yeah, and then you I have to Michael Green. I feel like you're, be the horrible. Stein part is a little, a little like It's not. It's not. Hardenstein. Ask a German. Yeah, but it's like German nine. We're not speaking in German. It's Hartenstein. Uh, 
<laughs> I, I agree. Here's the problem, and, and Dev actually highlighted. And by the way, I'm a buy now because uh, I agree with Harrison. It's trending up. And for the record, it was really low. This was the penny stock that I'm getting because I think it can go all the way up to a nickel. Uh, but you have – he started to go like the bench unit. You got Monte. You got – is it Dozier Composite? Like, ooh, that's tough. Actually, I don't know. <laughs> you like you start to try to put these out there, and you're like, yeah, they just don't. The combos don't necessarily make sense. Yeah. But here's why I'm up because I do think they're gonna arrive on a combo, and I hate to say it, oh, I think no. my boy PJ Dozier might be out. I think he might be out. What does out mean? I, I just I think that your best lineups might include Monte. They might include Composo, Michael Porter when he comes back, at least for a few wow. games. I'd be, um, I'd be and then I think you get Jamichael Green. And then I think you get one of Dozier or Hartenstein based on whether you want to play big or small. Can I throw so. a name out here? Okay. Like I always do? Yeah. Greg Whittington. <laughs> oh, yeah. Greg Whittington could come back. He could change the whole game for everybody. Although Is he point, real? A real, real person. person. Do we, we know if he's know. a real person? Also, oh, there's no way he's in shape. Why do you love him so much? Because I see him as like a Tory Craig replacement in that like he'll bring defense and not look for his shot. And the bench is just so bad on defense. And, like, P.J. Dozier is always looking for his shot, right? Like, so I want – P.J. Dozier's killing me, man. We were Mike talking Mullen's about – adopted the, we, son, P.J. We, we need to talk about this because a lot of people – you had the great line when we were watching this, that Dozier is what people think Barton is. He's like another Barton. Yeah. And that he does so many things really well. And I, th- I believe this about Barton, too. Like, that's why I've been a big Barton guy. He does so many things well. But he does so many things he just shouldn't do. Yeah. And and if, even tonight you saw like there's times and we even call it out live we'll be like oh god here goes Dozier he's about to do something dumb because you he gets that look like they where it's like a oh four I'm gonna on one or a four on two today and it ended in a PJ Dozier like contested layup where he got fouled but still yeah like could have gotten open three out of that could have gotten a layup yeah. and so I I worry about him a little bit especially because I do think look the as the Argentines are screaming in our mentions. Composo, when he's played, they've won. Like, and I don't, I don't think that that it's correlation, true. you know, is necessarily perfect. But I do think that there's something to find five guys that know what their role is and can execute that role. And I think Composo is a guy. Look, yeah. his role, the ball's gonna have to be in his hands. But I think that he can execute a role without stepping outside the boundary lines. And I don't think you can say that of Michael Porter, Will Barton, PJ Dozier, even I say a Hartenstein. Like, there's a lot of guys right now that don't quite know where their parameters are to their game. And yeah. Composo's one that does, and, and I just value that so much. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 Composo does that. <laughs> Greg Whittington, I imagine. Maybe. We that. don't know. What if He's going to come in and just yeah, start chucking. He's just a chucker. <laughs> <laughs> Not a defensive like, player at like, all. We're like, Whittington was another O of 19. <laughs> 19. All right. Well, um, I guess that does it. Any other notes from this game? We're back tomorrow, guys. We're back really quick. Back tomorrow. I got to get a DraftKings pick in the week here. Oh, pick can of you the give us a DraftKings pick of the week? I would love to give so you a DraftKings pick of the week. Can't wait. Um, I'm going to go. Uh, I thought you would have a little who's prep. The, who, I love what, is, I love what he does the, this who's the important next thing. Is it only, is it only uh, Randall? They have 20 big men. Yeah, Mitchell so Robinson, <laughs> Julius Randall. Who will Nicole Jokic be contending against for rebounds? Your boy Obi Toppin, right? Oh, my boy? He's yeah, your boy. My boy? Oh, he's out? He's out? Yeah, he's yeah, out. He's my out. boy? Do that we is your like, boy. Yeah, do we... Uh, um, Jokic points are very safe bet at this point. But yes, Jokic points Jokic over, rebounds, depending upon the matchup, have been... Julius uh, Randle gives him gives fits to Millsap. Man, remember he took Millsap out. He's like... Right. they Him and Millsap look like the same body, but somehow Randle's like three times stronger Yeah, physically. Yeah, that also... Guy's a, that guy's a beast, man. Also, if you're making he's having any, a career year. If you're making any bet in the DraftKings universe that is not the Nuggets game... Parlay that with Nikola Jokic to get a double double. It's just like yeah, adding it's like free money a coupon yeah. on top of it. Yeah. Yeah. He had it in like almost at yes. halftime. Yeah. 
So I'll, I'll go points. I'll go Nicole Jokic over in points yeah. tomorrow against the Knicks. That's Draft what you're Kings taking? pick of the week. Yeah. That's your DraftKings pick of the week. Yeah. Pick, of the week. Right. pick of the week. A second out of a back-to-back. Thank you guys, everybody who tuned in today. Don't forget, we will be back again tomorrow. You can watch the game at the DNVR bar. Only, but I do have to RSVP. We have to RSVP because we can only allow like yeah. four parties into the bar. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's a little fluid the situation. A little fluid. <laughs> a little fluid. Uh, yeah, we can have 38 Life people. Life is a little fluid right now. We are contending with football a little bit. It's not a terrible idea. You can always go to thednbr.com, um, even if you're not a member, and check out uh, the events page. It'll show you know, if, if, if an RSVP is required, if it's an official watch party, or if it's just a game to come and uh, chill with your bros, as it were. So, And, of course, don't forget, hit that little like button, guys. Like us, dude. Smash uh, it, hit like it. us. Share this with your friends. We'll see everybody tomorrow. <laughs> uh, we'll see everybody tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> we're, not, we're not leaving. We'll be here the whole time. <laughs>